0: Welcome and thank you for downloading the Trinity Now Podcast, recorded live from Trinity Church of Weston Chapel. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at TrinityChurchNow.com. Now, let's join Pastor Dave. Open your Bibles, please, to Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 18. Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 18. Would you please stand for the reading of God's Word? Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as followed. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David... Do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, The virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And they called his name Jesus. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for this Christmas season as as we come together, Father, and how special it is. And to look ahead to the Easter season, Lord, to know that that this was just the beginning. And, And what Jesus Christ did on the cross is really, is really what has brought us here today. Lord, I thank you for the divine plan that you have for each of us. I thank you for just the opportunity to be here today to open your word together to worship and praise your holy name and to know how special it really is and how special you are. So, Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated, but please. please. Leave your Bibles, leave your apps, leave them all open. you know um, as we continue this journey and and actually that's that's what this is um all through this christmas season is is that journey that we take um, towards bethlehem um it is It is that journey that that um so many people were involved in um, as as that morning or as that time um, approached. And, and I have found that, that over, over the years, um, the best thing to do in any story in Scripture is to take yourself and to put yourself into that story so that, so that you get it, so that you understand it. Um, you know, because there is so much in scripture that that we take and we 'll read a story, but we don 't really think about it it 's almost like well we we you know it 's like reading a book this isn 't book, this is the word of god and and it calls to you, it calls to you, and it puts your name right right in here, and when you do that, you can you can look at, at at what God has done, not only in the life of of this of this special couple, but those around them, um, and and for you, all those around them. Even looking back, I mean, we I, I covered uh, Zacharias, um, um, you know, and where where Gabriel came to him in the temple and. Scared him to death and, and uh, um, announced John the Baptist's uh, birth that was to come. Gabriel again, coming to Mary. Kind of scared her to death too. But, but still, giving Mary the announcement of, of, of the birth. and How she was going to be used in this. And with each of these, you know, there is that, that personal side that, that comes along with, with each one of these things. And, and I'm sitting here thinking this morning as, as, as the choir um, just sang, Mary, did you know? Well, Joseph, did you know? Uh-uh. No. No. It's, it's the way it is, it is written in Scripture. It would seem that everything kind of worked together all at the same time. But I'm here to tell you, I don't think it did. I don't think it did. Joseph! Joseph, did you know we always sing about mary we sing about about all that that she did a special young lady absolutely she was a special young lady um, but we we sing songs about about mary we we you know i mean well let's face it she did she did a lot of the work there but but she was a special a special person, but you know god didn 't look at at what was happening between her and Joseph and her parents and his parents and and, and all of those people that were were involved and and say they don 't count mary counts no that's not that 's not really that 's not what god did god whenever he reaches out and, and he puts his hands on somebody when he wants to use somebody, it's kind of funny because he'll use that person, but he'll, he'll open his arms and he'll, he'll build a, a group around them. And does it always work out just like that? Perfect the first, you know? No. Because he realizes we're a bunch of humans and, and we don't always get things the first time. And, and you know... But it involves a group, and God works it all together, and, and He might touch one life, but then he touches another life too and and I you know when he put his calling on on my life, that when he called me, he didn't right away call Shirley she she went pastor 's wife, <laughs> you know it, it didn't but God. Enveloped the whole thing. I was kind of thinking, Bob and Pat, as they were doing. You did a great job, incidentally. You did a great job. I remember back when my wife was was in charge of the worship committee. She had this great idea. This was years ago. Now she had a, she had this neat idea that we could have um, family members, like fathers and daughters, doing the Advent reading. I don't know whether we did the first week or second week. I, I'm not really sure, but my daughter was, was up there doing the reading, and I was too scared to do the reading. That's why she was doing the reading. And I took this thing. I think I only had to light one candle. I really do. But you know, I had just gotten bifocals. And I had the line that went right down through the middle of those babies. And not only was I scared to death to get up there in front of a congregation and do this, I couldn't see. I and so here I am at, at this height, and I'm. I'm, t- I'm t- it was terrible. Did you ever try lighting a candle like this? It don't work. <laughs> and it took me. It took this. And and uh, my poor daughter looks over at me, and she starts to laugh. <laughs> this nice solemn moment of lighting the Advent candle, and she's laughing so hard she has to duck down behind the pulpit. And and I remember the pastor looking over going, what's going on here? What's going on? People out in the church are all laughing at me. That's what God does. That's what he does. And when he calls somebody, he kind of envelops other people too. He doesn't just... And, and he looks for a certain situation. And, and that's, you know, that's what he did with, with Mary and, and, with, and with Joseph. And no, he doesn't check with anybody to see if he has their permission to use them either. He knows us. He created us. And so he uses those that he knows are, are going to, whether they know it or not, are going to step in line with what he wants us to do. See, m- much of the events that lead up to the birth of Christ, you know, they speak about Mary. And she was, she was so, such a, remarkable, a mark- remarkable young lady. But guys, what about Joseph? You know, what, what about this guy? You know, he's part of that enveloped group that, that God was putting together to bring his son in, into, the, into, this, into humanity. God in the flesh. And God also, he didn't just choose Mary. No, he, he chose Joseph, too. He did. But, you know, to Joseph, we kind of need to look at, at the personal side, just like what we did with Mary and Zacharias and, 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 and all of them. Just because Joseph was a man, we seem to, to, you know, to maybe say, well, Joseph had no feelings. He wasn't really a part of it, you know. But that's, that's not true. Joseph had hopes and dreams. I, I've talked about, what, what, what about Mary's hopes and dreams? What about Joseph's? What about Joseph's? The dreams that, that he would build a, a, a life with Mary that he had this beautiful young lady that, that he was going to be married to, and, and they were going to share their lives together. And, and there was something that was special there. And I'm going to tell you, I mean, I, I, I realize it, and I'm sure you do too, that the marriage was, was most likely, it was a prearranged marriage. And it was. Joseph was, you know, undoubtedly much older than Mary. But, it, it, but they were betrothed together. The engagement, as what we know it as today, is much more serious than, than what we would call an engagement today. Uh, they just didn't live together. They didn't have relations together. But that betrothal was for a year. A year together. Uh, husband and wives that, that didn't live in, in, the same, in the same house. But in that period of time, Mary becomes pregnant. Now you think about that. Who was going to believe that crazy story? And it is. It's a crazy story. Really, Joseph, I'm pregnant, but no, I don't know a man. No man did this. Really, Joseph, I think it was was of God. I know it was of God. Now, guys, how would you look at that one? Oh, yeah, babe, sure. I'm sure. God did it. Yeah. Okay. Gabriel said that the Holy Spirit would overshadow her. It was of God. No one, including Joseph, was going to believe this. And honestly, if you are honest with yourself, you wouldn't believe it either. And yet, God enveloped his arms around a group around a couple of families. See, all I, but, I, but, but did, it, did it happen right away? D- it, was it something that, that as soon as Mary knew and she said it to Joseph, that Joseph would have believed her? No, no. See, sometimes that enveloping and bringing in all in, involved in this situation um, takes a little bit of time. So as, as one kind of squeezes out of, of, of the arm hug here as bringing this group together, God has to reach out and grab them and bring them back in. Why? Because we're human. And, and, and Joseph, come on guys, this is the, this is the woman that you were going to share the rest of your life with. This is the one that had been prearranged, but man, there was a, there was a connection here. Let's be honest about this. His heart was crushed. He was brokenhearted over over what what had happened here. You talk about plans changing. You know, we, we read the story and we think, oh, this is simple. No, it's not. It's a mess. It is an absolute mess. And Joseph's heart is absolutely broken. What about Mary's parents? There was, you know what this ended up being? This ends up being all about um, people talking back and forth. Did you hear what Mary did? What about that poor Joseph? I didn't know Mary was like that. Did you know Mary was like that? She never acted like she was like that. How could she do such a thing to Joseph? Joseph. You know, people would have been gossiping all over the place, and she's sweet. You know, folks, Mosaic Law, and, I, and I've told you this before. Mosaic Law states that this penalty for her getting pregnant, or or for adultery, and basically that's what it, it is—adultery. It, it's not, you know going out with somebody else when you're engaged. No, this is much, much more serious than that. It's stoning. You'd be stoned to death for doing something such as this. That's the harshest treatment. But look back at chapter, or I'm sorry, verse 19. In verse 19 where where it says, and then Joseph, her husband being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was was minded to put her away secretly. This is where God knows people's hearts. He was minded to put her away secretly. And you see, the thing is, is that there's, there's parts of Scripture that, that we see that we just don't seem to question, but I'm, I'm going to say that after... Joseph found out about Mary. He was not only... This is why he's special. Because somebody else could have went stone her. You know, she's just embarrassed me to death. Let her get the maximum for this. Go ahead and stone her. But but what it says here is that Joseph was minded um, to put her away secretly. You see, and, and when we think about it, and, and when we read this, we say, oh, wait a minute, um, he was minded to put her away, which to me says he's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. No, Joseph went a little farther than that. He, he, went, he went farther than that. Look over in Luke chapter 1, in verse 39, where it says this, now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is... This granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me. For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped within my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told to her from the Lord. Guys, um, they put her away. You see, Mary's pregnant. Mary, if you remember where Gabriel came to her, he came to the woman who lived in Nazareth, right? Where does Elizabeth live? Her husband's a priest in the temple. There is no other temple than the one in Jerusalem, okay? The others are synagogues. This, this is the temple. And so it isn't like things are today. As a crow flies, you're looking at 60, 65 miles between the two, and you know she doesn't fly. And so she had to be on a wagon, be some, some other means of transportation. You're looking closer to 100 miles. This wasn't, I want to go see Elizabeth. No, this wasn't, I want to go see Elizabeth. This is, I've got to go see Elizabeth. Because Joseph loved her and didn't want anything to happen to her. And he couldn't marry her because she had broke his heart. Was he mindful to put away Mary? Yes, he was. And he did it. Mary didn't go to see Elizabeth just for the sake of a visit. He went, she went to see Elizabeth because she had been moved Moved out. That is the part in there that, that you got to look between scriptures to find. But that's, guys, that's, that's what happens. You know, um, the plan would then be explained to Joseph. It would then be. And, and back in, in Matthew, in chapter 20... It says, but while he thought about these things... In other words, Joseph is is in his bed and he's dying while he's thinking about these things. Was this an easy decision? No, no, it was not. It wasn't an easy decision. But God didn't just choose Mary. He chose a family. He chose a family. He, He chose those that were around Mary, well, did he know that Joseph was going to be disappointed? Absolutely he knew that. But Joseph was special too. You see? But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appears to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. <coughs> Excuse me. the The deed was done. Mary is up with, with Elizabeth in in Jerusalem, and he's a hundred miles away in in Nazareth, and, and now he's got to go get her, and he's got to go up to Mary and and, and and confirm what the angel told him is just exactly what the angel had told Mary and Mary had told Joseph and Joseph didn't believe. In other words, he had it confirmed to him that Mary was telling him the truth by an angel of God. See? Miraculous. But God knew the hearts. He knew the hearts of who he was dealing with. And, you know, it was a miraculous plan the miraculous virgin birth. If you ever go to a church someplace where the guy doesn't believe in the virgin birth, walk out. Walk out. Because that is what makes this so special. This is what makes this the Son of God rather than some guy. It's a miraculous birth. It's a miraculous hope that we have in Jesus Christ. In, in the light of the miraculous hope, I've got I to gotta add something else here, too. Looking at, at verse 23, where it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us, God in the flesh, Jesus Christ, something special. Yes, God. That is what makes this, this, this just such a, a miraculous birth. You see, they call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus was the fulfillment of prophecy. Guys, when you, when you look in, in the Old Testament and you start looking at all of the different prophecies written 700 years before the birth of Christ, and, and all of these prophecies talk about the, the virgin, the virgin birth. Can you imagine just for a moment in Isaiah when, you're, when you know what the Lord is telling you to say and, and he's telling me to write down, and a virgin will, what? You gotta be kidding me. You sure? <laughs> yeah. That's what I want you to write. Uh, everything that happened where in the in the city of david all of the prophecy that comes together that all comes together to show this miraculous miraculous birth his name is jesus which is which means savior he will save his people from their sins and folks when when you look at 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 Christ's sacrifices, When you look at the sacrifices of the Old Testament, you know that the lambs that, that they had to choose were the lambs without blemish. They were the perfect lambs. See, only one could pray the price for my sin and for your sin. And that was Jesus, the perfect, the perfect lamb of God, God in the flesh had, had to be born of a virgin. It had to be that way. There was no other way. Is it remarkable? Is it miraculous? Absolutely it is. This is God. Of course it is. But folks, Jesus, this wasn't just a miraculous birth. It brought forth a miraculous hope. A miraculous hope. You know, um, our only hope folks and, and and I kind of look back at at last week 's cantata and and I think about poor will and 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 the pain that that he went through over the loss of his of his wife, looking for for hope and and in the message the short message that i that I gave, I could only think of. Wow, there are so many who have gone through that. This, this wasn't something that was far-fetched. It, it, was, it was Christmas in reality. It was the special time of year when we all want joy and, and we think about the loved ones that we lost. You know, that is the reality of it. That there was one that was born that, that in a miraculous birth, that brings us a miraculous hope, because that is the only hope and I'll be perfectly honest with you that is a miraculous hope, and it is the only hope that we have in this world, the only one. And when man tries to, to fix himself, when man tries to bring peace, when man looks at himself and at himself only, he loses. When you look at the tragedies that are happening around us, the things that, that just... They're the things that make you not want to turn on the news. And, and you, you don't want to because, because it's such a mess. We do have hope. We do. And the hope is not in us. We can't fix ourselves. We've tried We can't legislate morality. We've tried. Believe me, it's going in the other direction, guys. It's going in the other direction. Imagine living in this life without Jesus Christ. Imagine it. Imagine tomorrow morning you wake up and you don't know Jesus. You don't know God. And and it comes to your mind that wow, I'm in this all by myself. This is as good as it gets. And it's getting worse. It's getting worse. But you don't have to wake up tomorrow morning and be without Jesus. He's with you. He is with you. He brings hope. He brings peace. As much as the world wants to take it away from you, guys, they can't. Jesus Christ is our hope. He is is that miraculous hope. And they might think it's a joke, but guys, it's no joke. It's no joke. The world can laugh at it if they want. But one day, all will kneel Before Christ. The world will kneel before him. And then we'll find out what kind of a joke it was. Folks, our hope, our only hope, is in Jesus Christ. Not in ourselves, but in him and him alone. Let's give praise to him. God in the flesh. What a miraculous, miraculous Christmas season. What a miraculous God let 's pray our hope, our heavenly Father, our holy one oh lord i can i can 't even for a moment imagine what what it would be like without the hope that is you to go through this life and, and not have you to go through this life and, and to know that um, it's as good as it gets and it's getting worse but I don't have to do that and we don't have to do that when we wake in the morning you're with us and you were with us when we went to bed and you were with us throughout the night and if we went to bed with hope we wake up with hope that hope is you the saving grace of Jesus Christ in our lives. Father, we thank you for being our God and for loving us. Father, I know that we don't deserve it. But almost more than 2,000 years ago you sent a babe to come into this world as the one who who would be that perfect Lamb of God to remove the sins of this world we got to do is believe in you. Believe in what you have done for us. Father, we thank you. Thank you for Jesus. And we pray this in your most precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Trinity Now podcast. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at TrinityChurchNow.com. We hope today's sermon has touched your heart, and we hope you will join us next week for another message from God's Word.